Welcome to the Awake Space. This is your place for the inspiration to meet your aspirations. It's all about astrology and being effective with your wokeness. I'm Lori Rivers, your host. All right, it's a busy week astrologically and you may wonder why I ramble on about different subjects but you know everything is astrology the minute I start a reading the minute I start a reading with you and you start talking because I ask one question at the beginning of the reading and that is what brought you here what do you want to get out of the reading the minute you start talking if I haven't already looked at your chart I can already tell what's going on. I know what transits are going on for you. I know what's being aspected in your chart. When I read the news, I know what's going on. I may not have looked at a trans, well, anymore I look at transits every single day. But there was a time where I only looked up transits when I saw a confusing headline. I'd be like, hey, what's going on? But I can hear the transits. I can hear the planetary aspects. I can hear what makes you you astrologically and how you speak and how you dress and how you look. Astrology reflects absolutely everything in life. And when you just go by um, cookie cutter or cookbook astrology, you miss so much. Astrology is a philosopher's tool. Astrology is a mental tool. Okay. I'm psychic AF as well. And the difference is I'll tune to the energy of my client to understand how the planetary energy locked within is expressing itself. Where is that consciousness? And I can feel down that road. Do I get it right every second? Do I, am I 100% correct? Absolutely not. That's impossible. Sometimes I have to feel around and ask some questions. Because there are almost infinite possibilities. So I'm going to talk about this week. And it is a crazy busy week. Um, so the Mercury ingressed into Leo in the early hours of this morning. The moon ingressed into Aries. They are trine. This is very busy fire sign energy. People are going to be very emotional. They're going to take things personally and they're going to have a lot to say about it, especially those who operate at a more reactive consciousness. For those who are more responsive, this is a good time to get shit done. So watch your crankies. If you're putting energy into a fight, you're not putting energy into something that enlivens you. That simple. If you have problems with someone and that someone hasn't corrected their behaviors, choose where you put your energy wisely. Trying to get them to come around to understanding how you see things and your point of view probably isn't going to work over the next couple of days. So put your focus back on you. Bring your power back to you. I got asked that question last night. How do I bring my power back to myself? And I'm like, I like, it's simple. 
stop giving it to other people. And what I mean by that, because it sounds like an asshole thing to say, and it kind of is. <sighs> the moon's in Aries. Take a deep breath. And the moon is shining bright above me. It's very early in the morning for me. You can hear the morning dove cooing in the distance. And that moon is shining bright in the morning sky. As dawn has broken here in Southern California. But here's how you don't give your power away. When you're thinking about other people all the time and what they think about you, their opinions about you, what they want you to do, what they're trying to make you do, blah, 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 blah. You have handed them your power. When you bring your power back to yourself, you're thinking about what do I need to do? How do I need to do it? What needs to get accomplished? How am I feeling? What are my thoughts about this? And that's what matters. Now, if you're in a relationship that requires communication and one person doesn't communicate, trying to browbeat them to agree with you, communicate with you, go to counseling with you, whatever it is, if they're not doing it, they have said loud and clear that they do not intend to have a relationship with you in the way you want to have a relationship. Point blank. It, they may have said it by omission, but they've said it. Okay. Or if they have gone and done things and they feel coerced and they're being passive aggressive, they're also being loud and clear. Okay. This is why I don't like doing relationship readings. I'm very good at them. I just find that usually people are coming in trying to make one person see their point of view. And I really don't like to do them um, out of curiosity where you bring me somebody's chart without their permission. That's their life. I can see their past, their present, their future. And the future is all possibilities. I don't know them, so I can't run the probabilities as much. But that's invasive and it's manipulative. And that's why I don't do it. Actual readers, professional readers have ethics and we have ethics for a reason. We put in the time and the study. Remember, astrology is a mental game. It's a philosopher's game and it is a tool for expanding your consciousness if you allow it. That's why I'm excited to teach my workshop starting next week. I can't believe it a week from the day we start. That's super exciting. So we've got the moon trying Mercury. Jupiter just ingressed into Aquarius. It is now opposing Mars. This Tuesday is a big, or Wednesday is a big energy day. Should be a craptastic commute in most places this morning. I'd love to hear how the East Coast is going because you're swinging yours down. We're just beginning ours in California. Um, there's going to be a lot of arguments, both online and off. We're going to see, like I said, some bold, bold moves, bold words. And if you can put your attention on what matters to you, you can make some massive inroads. As I wrote in the Patreon forecast for all the rising signs. I tried to give you the best possible energy to focus on. And I gave you some tools 
we're dealing with this energy. And I had some thoughts this morning that I thought I'd share with you. And I'll share you, them with you in the next segment. And um, I also have a Patreon special because at the end of the week on Friday, Mars is going to ingress into Virgo. Mars is going to ingress into Virgo. And that means we're putting even more focus on our health. So we've had we've had uh, Venus in Virgo since the 21st. And Mars ingresses into Virgo on the 30th. And focus on health, wellness, organization, preparation. A lot of people are feeling a lot of things. And so I've got a special guest segment to help you prepare for Mars in Virgo. Pay attention to your wellness, your self-care. And it is Yogi Hannah, Hannah Grather. She's on Discord. I've known Hannah for quite a while. I've trained her in resiliency studies. She's an amazing instructor. She's got some good advice about things like Technic. And so I'll have her information. We did a, a short interview but powerful, and I think you'll be able to enjoy that uh, here on the podcast this week. Um, and so, besides talking about my thoughts that I had about Athens and Sparta and where we can go next, um, and Hannah's segment, I'm going to do the patron shoutouts, of course, because man, we grew. So that'll be super fun. Um, I want to thank every patron in advance, though. You guys really lift my spirits in, in the Discord. You, your questions are always fabulous. Your questions teach me what I need to talk about. So it's invaluable for me to help you. You're helping me help you, which is always good to be in one's path of service. So thank you very much, guys. All right, let's get on with the next segment. So, I had some thoughts this morning because I've kind of pulled an all-nighter. Um, I lost my first round of horoscopes because, duh, the moon was void, of course. It's patron Kelly. You asked what void, of course, meant. Void, of course, is often not a good time to start something. But um, in general, I don't always think it's a hard and fast rule. It kind of depends on where it falls in your chart and what it's aspecting. But in my case, it actually ended up working out for the best. As frustrated as I was, and of course with the moon so close to ingressing into Aries when it happened, um, I felt very, very cranky about it. And you can tell when you start reading the forecast. I let the energy run for a little bit as I was writing. And then I switched into a different space energetically. And if you're wondering what I mean by that, it's just, you can feel through your moods. And it's like, was that mood helping me? Not really. I was feeling really gritty. And it wasn't going to be a very uplifting piece of writing if I kept going down that track. So I took some deep breaths and I put myself in a different state of feeling. Um, I tapped into the higher expressions. That was Malcolm sneezing. 
He's sitting on my lap. He's decided it's cold this morning. That's how warm it's been. He's like sitting on my lap going, I don't know, it's cold. Malcolm's my dog. So, anyway, I went to take a bath and just kind of wash off the frustration after I got the, the horoscopes out. And it hit me as I was entering the tub that we are still in that divide between Athens and Sparta. Sparta were the warriors and the muscle might mix right. And Athens was the philosophical hub. And the two didn't often get along very well. I mean, think about it. The brains and the jocks, the brains and the jocks, the brains and the jocks. It's a time, well, time story, right? We know it. Tale as old as time. That's what I was trying to get to. Tale as old as time. Kind of. We keep continuing that story, and it's ridiculous. And one of the things that made me think about that was Simone um, stepping out of the Olympics. And I did her chart. Um, People asked me about it on my life. It's up on my wall on TikTok. I used one of my three-minute videos for it. Um, remarkable chart, remarkable young woman. And she made a really brave decision. And we've been sacrificing people for entertainment for a very, very long time. Decades. And with the excuse of it's a replacement for war, but we haven't really stopped having wars. And there was a part of me, and I think it's a very old part of me, that was like, can, can for once... Athens prevail. Can we please prevail this time? Can we override this ridiculous notion of control and dominance, this patriarchal ideal? I got a little teary because it was a very old tired. It wasn't just a this lifetime tired and not just a physical tired. And it was a perfect thing to have happen right before stepping into what I like to call my ritual bath. And um, it's nothing special. It's some Epsom salts and some nice hot water. And I step in and I allow everything to be washed away. I let it, the layers just kind of float off. And then I scrub and I gently, gently, I treat myself very gently. And then I float in the water. And I rinse myself out in the shower and wash my hair. Do all that stuff. And while I got into the water, I had an image of Gaia smiling. And I mean the goddess, Mother Earth, holding me in the water and letting me know it's not all on these shoulders, right? It's on all of our shoulders. And it doesn't take a whole lot of us to remember that we are part of this planet. We are of this planet. It's a sacred space. And we are her children. It's so often forgot. Whether we're coming from the idea of some external deities 
external to the planet, I mean, or coming from space and being aliens or whatever. Not that I don't think aliens exist and heck, we could be hybrid beings. Who knows? We don't have that answer. But we are of this earth and we are part of its beingness. We are not separate from the other organisms. We are not separate from the ecosystems. And we've forgotten that a long time ago with the idea of dominionism. We're in a time where we can all feel something brewing and that what's brewing is very necessary change where we will all be made very aware that this planet is all we have. There's no going to Mars. They can try. We're not going to be able to do it fast enough. You know, while you've got billionaires trying to figure out how to put our consciousness in robots. Like, what is the fucking point of that? That's ridiculous. Take care of what we've got. We really can do that. We can take care of what we've got. And we can do it now. And the more we hold to our consciousness and self-actualize, which is why, and it seems counterintuitive, but if it's so dire, shouldn't I be looking after everybody else? No. You need to look within because you have to undo your ideas that limit you right now. Self-actualization is coming into your power. Okay? When you're self-actualized, you understand that you don't need to control anybody else. You don't have to try to make people understand you. You don't need to be understood by other people. You come into yourself. There's a peace and a calm and an understanding and you are quite willing and able then to listen to other people to hear different points of view, to have productive dialogue and collaborate on projects. And we need people to be able to work together. I'm not talking about unity consciousness. We shouldn't be the Borg. We don't all need to think as one. The polarization we have right now is still a product of dominance and control and being in outrage does not help and I am just as prone to it as you when I see egregious behavior when I see people hating on other people or being super bigoted or just assholes it's it it takes effort to swing my attention within And we are all the hero of someone's story and we are all the villain of others. I can give you a nice long list of people who think I'm a selfish jerk. I don't happen to agree with them, but their perspective is their perspective. So that is part of what's up on deck this week. There is, um, there's a lot happening. 
And it isn't bad luck to have Jupiter go back into Aquarius. I watched somebody who obviously isn't a practiced astrologer saying with Jupiter and Aquarius, we'd feel restricted. That's not true. Jupiter never restricts. Jupiter always expands, even retrograde. Jupiter is always the planet of expansion. Retrograde, you are expanding within. You are finding your humanity, your connection with humanity, with Jupiter sliding back into Aquarius. And if there is one skill you can gain, it is learning to listen intently and deeply. Learning to listen intently and deeply. And that means listening without the intent to speak next, but truly listening. What is someone saying? Because sometimes they have a hard time finding the words. Sometimes they say things in words that don't match how they feel. They might be afraid of rejection. They might be angry. They might not have learned how to communicate their feelings. And so they say things in a certain way that doesn't make sense if you're not really listening. And you do the same thing too. I do too. But learning to listen to one another. It's why I don't like those comments on the TikTok lives because I'm reading text. And if I'm tired or I've had a long day, which is usually when I'm live streaming, I misinterpret those. You've seen me get sharp with people. Whereas I can tell, like we were doing a fun job of blocking Trumpers the other night. Um, and yeah, I, I just block at that point because there's no discussions at that point. And I don't have to... There's a difference between accepting our differences and another knowing that another person will do something with their opinion and cause harm. And that's been proved over and over again. So I don't want to have those dialogues on my page. I'm talking about astrology and my theology, my beliefs. And people like it or they don't. You can like it and listen to the podcast. Or you can be like, man, she's full of shit. Turn it off. I'm okay with that. I am not here for everyone. I am here for those who want to hear what I have to say. And I appreciate you. But I have Venus and Gemini. I could talk to myself and I'd be okay with that. I did for years. Never forget, I lived on an island for 16, almost 17 long years, isolated socially well prepped for these interesting times well prepped so anyway jupiter jupiter is retrograde in aquarius now it's it ingressed into aquarius it'll be in aquarius until december um the end of december and this is a chance to pick up lost opportunities to find some things that you thought you missed or you thought you missed the boat those are going to show up it's a time to build community online it is a time to um, look to technology look to innovation look to disruption we will see more protests we will see more civil acts of disobedience and these will probably be economic 
to be honest, I think it's going to be more the labor movement. Um, it might be social justice, but it's probably more like economic justice and then environmental justice because we have to look at what's sustainable for humanity. Um, there might be some warring words happen this week. I talk about that on Patreon. And we might even see some acts of aggression. I don't think those will happen in the United States. I think they'll happen in the Eastern Hemisphere of the world. Um, looking at the Middle East, Africa, uh, parts of Asia, maybe like Kazakhstan, that kind of region, Afghanistan. Um, there could be more inclement weather big fires, you know, there's huge fires raging in Siberia right now. Um, we might see more fires in the United States, um, some interesting wind situations, um, but there's a lot, and, and what, what we can't do is, I mean, we need to notice the problems, obviously we don't want to la-la-la it away, but what we want to do is start seeking solutions, and we can't do a lot about the big stuff, but we sure as hell can do stuff about the small stuff. We can take care of what we can take care of. We can take care of our own attitudes. We can take care of how we think about ourselves. Um, right now is the perfect time, the perfect time with, with the moon in Aries, trying um, Mercury in Leo. It is the perfect freaking time to speak more loving and kindly to yourself, to find your true confidence, um, to be less indulgent in your insecurities. And I know that sounds cold and it makes me sound kind of bitchy, but we don't have time for people to wallow in the story of that, that, that hobbles you, that contains you. You know, everybody has been so used to being judged by what they do for a living, how busy they are, how long their commute is, how most long-suffering they are in jobs they hate, that we've forgotten that our value lies in something very simple. You are alive. You don't have to prove your worth. You don't have to earn your salt. You, you should have to prove nothing. You are alive on this planet. There was a one in 400 trillion chance of you being human on this planet. One in 400 trillion. Those are astronomical odds. So you have to prove nothing to anyone, not even yourself, to be valuable. It is time to find your joy. It is time to find what enlivens you because that is what you contribute best to the world. And it isn't about making a doohickey or a widget or a whatchamacallit. Maybe you are a great cook. Maybe you do create memories for people. Maybe you are really good at being active and physical and helping people do things um, like fix stuff. Maybe you're a tinker. Maybe you're good at fixing things. Maybe you're good at um, cleaning. Maybe you're good at decorating. Maybe you're good at gardening. Maybe you're good at building things. Maybe you're good at you know, like physical 
everyday tasks. If you go back and read my blog at wokeastrology.com, you will see I've been saying get life skills, build physical skills. Maybe you're good at fishing or boats. Maybe, maybe, and fishing isn't always so great anymore, which makes me really sad because I come from a family of fishermen. My grandpa was, was a fisherman. And now the fish, you know, we've polluted the oceans. But we can fix that. There are young people creating amazing things to clean the ocean. We can form workers' cooperatives. We can form groups. I'm thinking about starting astrology business groups. I've been talking about that. I want to start marketing groups where we can support each other and build teams based on astrology so that we don't have to guess. We know who works best with whom. Wouldn't that be cool to help each other cross-promote and do it in ways that make sense instead of, you know, shilling stuff? And yeah, sometimes people are the makers. I think we need to repurpose more. I think we need to create less crap. I've thought that for a long time. That's why I've never really liked making products. But everybody's different. There are people who are dedicated to repurposing and making wonderful products. I've purchased many repurposed products just because I can kind of get behind that. I just don't think we need a whole lot more plastic. Do you? Oh, I'm on a rant. See, that's that moon trine Mercury. Lots of bold opinions. And you don't have to agree with me. You really don't. You don't have to agree with me it's okay if you don't but man if you can self-actualize even a little bit become more self-aware by god what this world can be because i haven't met a self-actualized person yet who wasn't good at collaborating with other people who wasn't willing to hear something out try something new know what works for them and accept that not everybody shares the same path and be okay with somebody traveling their own, not needing everybody to conform in these gray suits with these buzzing light bulbs stuck at desks all day long, missing the sunshine. Yeah, you're meant for an abundant, vibrant life. And you are the only person who can give yourself that. And this energy is perfect to get a little head start on that. You're woke, but what are you doing with your day? All right, I think I've lectured long enough. I'm going to go read some patron shout outs because that's going to be buoyant. Patreon. We are going to say a big thank you to Ilne, 
Umino Majo, and I probably said it wrong. Marine, Victoria, Heather, Maisha, Samantha, Brenda, Cassie, Monica Bravo, Jennifer Russell, Lowe, B Journey, Lauren, Casey, Marcy. I know I said that thank you to Lala last time. Let's give another big shout out to Jocelyn, Kate, Mama Bear J, Erica, Molly, Liz. Cloud Logan, who is also manic on TikTok, Nancy, Meredith, Angela Marie, Nicole, Jamie, Sabrina. Let's see, we got Tracy St. Croix. She's an amazing, amazing psychic. If you're not following Tracy St. Croix, that's Saint S T dot C R O I. You can follow her. Omar Martinez Zapata, Kels the Connector, Chris Summers, Lana Robinson, Jenna, Jessica Bart, Bartko. Big thank you to all of you. Big thank you for being patrons. Um, up next, speaking of patrons, is my interview with Hannah Grather, also known as at Yogi Hannah on discord she is an amazing yoga instructor who um, got her certification at Carpalo, which is a world-renowned institute of yoga instruction so check out hannah's interview next and please do go follow her and i'm going to just make sure that uh her link to TikTok is up. Go follow her and she will be having some really good yoga instruction available soon. Hey, we have a Hannah Grather. How you doing, Hannah? Doing good. Can you hear me? I can. So, as I've told the wonderful people listening, we're going to have a great interview and talk about the body. And that's a really important part in our spiritual life is we have a physical component as evidenced in the first house, which which, uh, represents our meat suit and the sixth house is our health. And you are an amazing yoga instructor. So thought you were the perfect person to talk to about this because we've had a lot of stress in the last 18 months and both physical, mental, emotional. And you are the person to talk to about it. So what is the one thing you keep hearing over and over that you know that there's like a simple solution for. I've been carrying so much stress in my shoulder. Mm. That's a big one. Um, and, and like a simple solution is taking a deep breath in mm-hmm. and letting it out slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, just by like slowing down your exhale, you right. Out of the autonomic, the fight or flight, into the sonomic, the healing nervous system. Might take a few breaths before you actually can like heal it. Mm-hmm. Seventeen seconds. Mm-hmm. 
But if you ever are in a moment where you're like, uh, nope, you just take a deep breath and now slowly. So that's one of the things I've noticed because I do breath work with my clients especially if they're super stressed out and looking at the chart and I'm like, Hey, let's take a minute. And because our meetings are on zoom, I can watch them take their breaths. A lot of people don't know how to breathe. Is that something you address as a yoga instructor is helping people learn how to breathe? Yeah. Yeah. We actually, so where I was trained at Kerpalu, um, in Stockbridge, Massachusetts, uh, their, their big thing is linking movement with breath. That's their pedagogy. Mm-hmm. And pausing for integration. I haven't had time. I've been doing yoga for definitely over a decade. Not quite two yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and Don't worry. It'll creep up on you. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I've also... I've, I've realized that that's the only place or instructors from there who are very intentional about integration. Because as humans, we move through life so fast and all these things, but if we don't pause and like sit and let it, let it like process, we're just going, going, going. So like the teaching of the breathing um, is something I do at the beginning of every yoga class. It's incorporated into my into the into the classes um but yeah it's a there's actually like i'm not trained in this but there is actually like a breath system out there where you can look at how someone breathes Uh and kind of tell what's going on with them right from if they're like a belly breather or or whatever Um, yep but uh for me i i began by focusing on um called Ujjayi, no, not Ujjayi, Sanskrit, I don't know, three-part breath, where we breathe in from our belly, focusing on the belly, mm-hmm. making that nice and big, traveling up the rib cage, and then up to the collarbone, mm-hmm. breathing into those three spaces with intentionality, and then exhaling in their reverse, right. collarbone rib cage belly and kind of riding it like a wave nice i like that it's really really important because it oxygenates the brain it soothes the system and that's that's one of the things like a lot of people in 2020 you know they woke up for the first time and we've had other great awakenings this was the biggest one on mass um, multiple in the last 20 some years um, but what doesn't get taught and I think that's why people are kind of lost or confused or wondering if they're losing their minds um, is because we haven't trained people in our society how to feel into the body and we've kept people up in their heads and when it's when it's stressful it's a it's a big disconnect um so shoulders and breathing and you've got some classes on that right yeah yeah okay and uh by the way folks as as i said in the introduction i've known hannah for quite a while 
and uh, she's a remarkable instructor. So you've got classes and they're on your Patreon. They're really affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know they're valuable because I've done some of your chair yoga because you have chair yoga. I love that. <laughs> you get a full body workout just sitting down. It's great. Exactly. I love that. Um, and I know a lot of people are going back to work. But as your friendly astrologer, your butts are going to be back home in the winter anyway. I can guarantee we're due for another lockdown. Um, So with that in mind, like what are some of the other areas of the body, um, shoulder, but what what else is connected with that? Uh, So there's this phenomenon called tech neck. Oh, yeah. Or forward head, some people call it. Yeah. Um, But it's the tendency for us to bring our face closer to the screen instead of the screen closer to our face. So be pointing downwards with our gaze, looking at something. And by our shoulders go inward because the uh, keyboard is not wide enough for us to keep open shoulders. Like it have to be a lot bigger for us to have our hands not already naturally caving in our shoulders. Um, right. So part of that is just literally lifting your gaze or bringing the screen up. At yoga school, they said, y'all better start a revolution by bringing the phone up to the face instead of looking down at a candy crush for over an hour. Definitely guilty of that. But... Uh, bringing it back up to the face drops the shoulders down the back naturally as well. Silly little thing about uh, our human evolution is that the head is like the heaviest thing and it's on top of this little teeny stick of a, a spine. So we are one inch out of alignment that's 10 pounds and it grows exponentially. So two inches out of alignment is 20 pounds. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Wow. And that's in any direction, forward, sideways, up, down. The, the head is like this little bobblehead, right? It's that right. thing on this little teeny stick of a, of a spine. And, and if you're getting headaches or if you're getting shoulder pain, um, it might just be that your head is a little to the side or a little bit right. up. and just building the body awareness which is a practice which I have found yoga actually helped me build that awareness um, you can kind of recorrect correct that um, more often I I was recently in a car accident and had to go see a chiropractor for the first time in a very long time um, and he said yogis don't need chiropractors they just do their yoga. And I'm like, fair. <laughs> that, that was kind of a nice conviction, but you did need to have something else done, though. Yeah, yeah. Because you, uh, you got banged pretty hard there. I did, I did. But I got a pretty new car out of it, so I'm, I'm holding up to that. There you go. Yeah. Ah, sometimes those things happen to just bring our awareness around to things or to open something up as well. So, you know, uh, 
I am glad you got checked out and you ended up okay. Yeah, I reached out to my friendly astrologer, Lori, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, I just did this thing. And she's like, no, no, you're going to the doctor right now. I'm like, okay. Right. Well, yeah, it was important. Yep. That's, I, I refer people to professionals all the time. That's one of the reasons I'm interviewing the people I know who are good at what they do, um, bringing people to the awareness of you guys. And I'll have your Patreon link in the in the description here on the podcast. People, make sure you check her out. Um, Hannah's an amazing instructor. She's very much into the mind-body awareness and science of it, as well as the spiritual side, integrating both, which is important to me. So we align up there. But um, super important as we go forward, too. So, and, and Hannah is one of those people I will send people to when they need some physical work. Uh, you know, I've got other people, other coaches, therapists, psychics, tarot readers, uh, because it takes a team. It takes a team. And if we support each other, uh, we, we can do better in this world. Um, what's your favorite thing about being a yogi? I think it's just fun to shut out technology for a little bit and just listen to the body. I think one of the most fun things, but another thing, is, I, I'm a huge neuroscience nerd. Mm-hmm. I love, like, I, I was, been, I've been fascinated with neurochemistry, like what goes on in the brain. Um, and I, I've been fascinated watching my personal journey with yoga and how that has helped my mental health. Um, and I've, I've found that a lot. There's, there's been some shifts, and I've really enjoyed that transition. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Alrighty, my dear. Um, so what can people do? They can find you on Facebook. They can find you on TikTok. They can find your Patreon. Where else? Instagram. I'll try to get all that linked in the description. Um, I got a YouTube as well. Oh, YouTube. That's right. So I'll have all those links in the description. And uh, thank you. That tech neck. Yeah, that gets me. Yeah. I have to work on that. And it's such an easy thing. Put the freaking screen up to your face. You should do some TikTok videos on that. Okay. Do that. Okay. That's the business coach in me. It's like, go do that. Do that thing that you're good at. Go do that. Have fun. Alrighty, thank you so much for your time, Hannah. It's always a joy to connect with you. And I will be talking to you soon. Likewise. Have a wonderful day. Alright, you too. Bye-bye. thank you all for listening and um, I'm really glad those of you who've been telling me you've been listening um, it's nice to hear the feedback I'm glad you like my ramblings ramblings boy I need more coffee it's it's I can tell it's gonna be a day um, for all of you who have cardinal signs good luck with the Aries transit 
Um, it's gonna be a wild ride, but bring that energy inside, folk. If, if you're a patron, go read the forecast. It's super, super important. Um, go read that forecast. I give you the tools. Um, I give you some simple exercises about how to work with this energy. I'm not gonna say it's totally easy, but it is worth it. And try to stay off of fights on TikTok. You know, that's when they draw you into fights and they start reporting you and blah, blah, blah. And that's why I just block. Okay. Um, I'll leave you with this. I was actually, one of my favorite content creators is not actually metaphysical. She's a professor of ethics in technology. And I really enjoy her content. And I participated in a research study of hers on content moderation on TikTok. And I gave her some of my observations that, you know, I've kind of, I've been pretty good. I don't get trolled a whole lot and I do pretty well, but I self-censor. I self-censor. That's why I have this podcast where I kind of give my opinions. Um, I intimate a lot. I think people kind of know where I stand, especially given the content I produce, but I've managed to stay in my lane on TikTok and not end up in the wrong sides. And when you end up posting feisty content um the way it works there is they let the users kind of moderate that by reporting people and it gets dicey um i'm not sure i like that format i don't know how else they can do it given how they're set up but um you know pay attention if you've got a platform you want to be careful Uh, about the level of controversy you're creating or participating in. It doesn't mean you can't support things. I've been seeing some great stuff out of Witch Talk in supporting the water protectors. And there's there's smart ways to get your agenda across. So I'm going to ask you to take deep breaths before you hit the keyboard today or before you... um, before you get moving on arguments because it's going to be tempting. All right, love you much. See you on Discord and on TikTok. Oh, YouTube. I forgot YouTube. Please go subscribe to my YouTube. I'm almost at a thousand followers. Thanks.